Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. This is Sam, host of Against the Grain. We're back today to do a few updates on coronavirus. Won't be a super-duper long show today, but hey, we thought we'd pop in and uh, give you some updates because there has been a lot of crazy things going on with... Um, coronavirus this last little while um uh, well i mean it's crazy as in like if if people are really interested i'm just going to say this right now if people are actually really interested in finding out um new information seeing pictures seeing video particularly video um getting updates from people who are in wuhan from people who are in china um i strongly suggest you check out internet websites such as reddit uh twitter places like that. Um, It is heavily censored, but it's not near as heavily as censored as Facebook. But um, from my understanding, Chinese people don't really have access to Facebook, but they do find ways around to get to Twitter. And also, please understand, um, there's quite a few videos on Twitter that is also um, very hard to watch. And there are people who are releasing videos and things to YouTube and Twitter, and they are getting arrested for it. So keep that in mind when you're watching these videos, that there are people getting arrested for it um, every day in China right now. Lots of videos of people getting arrested for sharing video. Um, we're going to start today's show with a BNO News update. Um, they have BNO News. You can find them also on Twitter. Uh, they have a article here that says Tracking Coronavirus Map, Data, and Timeline, and they do a pretty good job of keeping it updated um, with what they got. Um, right now, according to their updates, we currently have 20,276 people officially confirmed and 565 fatalities. Um, of course, the majority of these so-called official t- statistics are in China, um, Hubei province, including Wuhan. But we have a, an increasing amount of um Confirmed cases and stuff outside of um, outside of China as well. Um, like there's a whole list here: the Yunnan province, like all these people. Um, there's actually quite a lot that are in critical condition. It's a little scary uh, just to see how many are in serious and critical condition. Officially, that's just officially. We did have one death in Hong Kong already. Um, you got like 21 cases in Hong Kong, 21 or 11 cases in Taiwan, uh, 10 cases in Macau. And then there's outside of that, international, we have Japan, there's 45 cases, Thailand, we have 25, Singapore, 28, South Korea, 23, Australia, uh, 14, Germany, 12, Malaysia, 12, the United States, 12, uh, one has recovered so far, Vietnam, 10, France, 6, UA, uh, UAE, 6, or sorry, 5, Canada, 5, England, 5, Russia, 2, Philippines, 3, India, 3, Italy, 2, Nepal, 1, Cambodia, 1, Sri Lanka, 1, Finland, 1, Sweden, 1, Spain, 1, Belgium, 1. Um, there are four people in serious condition as of so far. France has one in serious condition. Um, 
to be two, but now there's just one, which is kind of nice. Uh, Italy has two in serious condition. It seems that the majority of these are either recovered or stable, which is um, good so far. Not going to lie, that that is good. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these are um, people who did travel to Wuhan area, um, places in Germany. Germany, they had like um, the the reason why their cases are so high is because it was um, human to human transmission. Three people. There's a video on YouTube. Um, I'm gonna go see if I can find it here really quick. But this man, he talks about uh, coronavirus updates, and allegedly, the lady that gave this man um, coronavirus, he actually ended up, according to the timeline that they had, he actually ended up giving it to his coworkers as well. So it was actually more of a she gave it to him, he gave it to his coworkers. And it was really strange because I guess, like, he was sick and he was only, like, really sick for, like, two days and then he was fine enough to go to work. So, like, Monday he was, like, starting to feel sick. By Thursday he was back at work. But the contagious level it's at, like, he was possibly um, John, Dr. John Campbell. You can find him on YouTube. He has this uh, video he posted, uh, Coronavirus New Contagion Data that he posted a couple days ago. Um, he's very thorough with his stuff, very interesting stuff. i got to learn how to do screen share or something to show you guys this stuff to one of these times. But um, very good find, very good guy to follow, um, very thorough with his stuff. I mean, scientifically, it's great. Um, answers a lot of questions, stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, the couple of updates that I wanted to share today, because there has been a lot coming out, but the couple of updates that I wanted to share today are kind of a little scary, excuse me. They're a little scary. And the reason why I say that is because um, everybody knows that something is going on there. China is not releasing um, all the information they should be releasing. Everybody knows something is up. Everybody knows that they're lying, but we just don't know to what extent we're lying. Um, there was an article that came out. I will find it here on my phone real quick. I wasn't going to do a show today, but I figured I probably should, just to kind of keep the ball rolling. Um, here we go. Just let me scroll and find it. Here we go. This this is from TaiwanNews.com. It has come out on CCN and a couple other small kind of mainstream sites now, um, tabloids, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Tencent may have accidentally leaked real data on Wuhan virus deaths. Tencent briefly lists 154,023 infections and 24,589 deaths from Wuhan coronavirus. Now, this was posted on the 2nd, or no, the 5th. Uh, this was posted on the 5th today, 2020. All right, so Taipei. Taiwan News. As many experts question the veracity of China's statistics for Wuhan coronavirus outbreak, outbreak, Tencent over the weekend seems to have inadvertently released what is potentially the actual number of infections and deaths, which are astronomically higher than the official figures. On late Sunday evening, February 1st, Tencent on its webpage titled Epidemic Situation Tracker showed confirmed viruses a novel coronavirus um, 2019 NCOV in China as standing at 154,023. 
under the official figure at that time. It listed the number of suspected cases as 79,808, four times the official figure. The number of cured cases was only 296, well below the official number that day of 300, where ominously the death toll was 200, or sorry, 24,589, vastly higher than the 300 officially listed that day. Moments later, Tencent updated the numbers to reflect the government's official numbers that day. Citizens noticed that Tencent was on was or sorry, Tencent has on at least three occasions posted extremely high numbers, only to quickly lower them to the government official statistics, approved statistics. And there's actually a picture here. Like yeah, it, it, it's like literally like um, even the time on the first picture when it says the greater numbers, it's twenty three thirty nine oh four, and the second picture when it corrected itself, it's sixteen oh three forty two. Citizens noticed that each time the screen with large numbers appears, it shows a comparison with the previous day's data, which demonstrates a reasonable incremental increase, much like comparisons to official numbers. This has led some Citizens to speculate that Tencent has two sets of data and the real data and process data. Some are speculating that a condoning problem could be causing, or sorry, the co sorry, some are speculating that a coding problem could be causing the real internal data to accidentally appear. Others believe that someone behind the scenes is trying to leak the real numbers. However, the internal data held by Beijing may not reflect the true extent of the epidemic. According to multiple sources in Wuhan, many coronavirus patients are unable to receive treatment and die outside of hospitals. A severe shortage of test kits also leads to a lower number of diagnosed cases of infection and death. In addition, there have been many reports of doctors being ordered to list other forms of death instead of coronavirus to keep the death toll artificially low. So that's really not good. That's really not good at all. And, like, there's been a lot of things coming out from people saying this this last little while. Things like um, uh, people who have claimed that they've had to take a sick family member to five or six hospitals in order to be able to even be seen. Um, the problem with the coronavirus is that they don't have enough test kits. Now, if you can't get tested for coronavirus, you can't get treated for coronavirus. Now, when you're running around and you're trying to even get looked at to get tested um, with a severe shortage of test kits, going to five or six hospitals and you're contagious the whole time, um, once you do get tested and you are confirmed official, if you even can, and that's if you even have the ability to get around to do so, um, because apparently they've only got like four taxis for like 100,000 people who are volunteers in each area. Um, it matters whether or not you're even going to get a bed because a lot of people aren't even getting beds. They're basically tested and told to go home and uh, get better. So, I mean, if you've got pneumonia and you've got these, these problems, you know, you're going to be sent home to get better and you go home and essentially you're sent home to die if you don't have any sort of care, so they just come pick you up. There's a video that I saw on Twitter the other day, um, these people carrying this body down the stairs. Um, 
it, it's not good. There's been allegations and video of proof of allegation, at least so far as what it seems, um, that they're locking up their law, like they're boarding up um, apartment buildings. Like they're just boarding them. It's so insane, you guys. Oh my goodness. They're boarding up apartment buildings. They're like welding people into their apartments so they can't even like open the door. It's just crazy. It's just absolutely insane. The things that are going on over there. And there's so many videos of people coming out where these people are getting arrested for sharing this stuff. I'm just trying to find the article that um one second here. I'm looking for a specific article and I just realized how much I posted this week. Holy, holy smokes. Come on. Peter. Oh, don't do this to me again. Wow. So last week, while I was doing my live show, my computer was working just fine, and suddenly it just petered out. I don't even know what the heck was going on. It just petered out, and it just froze up, and it just started acting so funky, and it looks like you might be trying to do that again. I really hope it doesn't, because I really just don't want to deal with that today. Uh, Here we go. Okay. So going forward, the Sun reported that torching evidence China is cremating bodies in secret to hide true new extent of death toll, says new report. And this was posted on January 30th and updated January 30th. So China is cremating bodies in secret, suggesting the official coronavirus toll is way too low, a disturbing news report claims. And I had seen a whole bunch of this stuff on Twitter, and I was just waiting to see if anything more official would come out. But yeah, they actually did come out with this. So the official toll from coronavirus in China has skyrocketed to 170 with 7,711 cases now reported, an increase of 38 deaths and 1,737 cases in just 24 hours. And I mean, it's crazy to see what we're at now as compared to what we were at then. Um, just a warning that the article does have some really disturbing photos, so just be aware about that if you're checking it out. Um, but now doubts have raised about the official death toll, and bold claim Chinese language news outlets in Inidium believe that Chinese authorities have been cremating bodies in secret. This week, they interviewed people working at local cremation centers in Wuhan, where the virus originated from, who said bodies were being sent directly from the hospital without being properly identified and added to the official record. There are reasons to remain skeptical about what China has been sharing with the world, said DW News East Asia correspondent William Yang. Because while they have been more transparent about certain things related to the virus, they continue to be sketchy and unreliable in other aspects. Their investigation comes after coronavirus cases jumped to 5,974 on Wednesday, a 30% increase in infections in a day, surpassing the three or 5,327 people diagnosed with SARS. Mr. Yang added how the current death toll of 170 was way too low for what it should be, adding how the cremation claim makes sense. He continued, credible Chinese media outlet Inidium 
interviewed people working at the local cremation centers confirming that many dead bodies were sent directly from hospitals to cremation centers without properly identifying these patients. This means that there are patients who died from the virus, but they were not added to the official record. Just last week, The Guardian reported how Chinese hospitals were not testing the patients for the virus. Actually, we're going to look at that, too. Um, and at least one family was pressured into a cremation. Two doctors reportedly told the family that the patient had likely contracted coronavirus but provided no documentation. There were also damning stories from Wuhan to, of medics failing to test patients who were clearly showing signs of illness. Kyle Hu, uh, hi, I'm, I'm butchering these names, so I apologize, but told the New York Times that despite his stepmother having the correct symptoms, including a cough and a fever, doctors wearing hazmat suits refused to test her for the virus. Subsequently, she died on January 15th with Mr. Hu arguing how her death certificate said severe pneumonia rather than coronavirus. And while she has not been recorded as one of the official victims of the bug, he claims how doctors told him to cremate his stepmother's body because they suspected she had the disease. Scientists say there are many questions to be answered about the new virus, including just how easily it spreads and how severe it is. World health experts explain or expressed great concern on Wednesday that the virus is starting to spread between people outside of China. They added how they were taking extraordinary measures in the face of the extraordinary, extraordinary challenge posed by the outbreak. The global pandemic has caused serious confusion, panic, and heartache around the world. Just today, a Brit dad trapped in a coronavirus hit Wuhan repealed, or, uh, revealed that he will have to choose if he leaves China without his newborn and wife. Ooh, that's scary. That's not good. And of course, there's more pictures of uh, people who have been deceased, but that's, that's um, not going to lie, that's a little bit freaky when you actually think about it, when you actually sit down and you actually, like, think about it just for a minute, that, like, there's a potential that they're lying about what's actually going on with coronavirus there. And that's just that's just them admitting that they're burning, uh, hiding bodies, blah, blah, blah. But then, then, there was this other article that I had shown here. Let me just pull it up. Uh, eating bodies. There was a different article. There we go. And I've seen this a couple times on Twitter already. I've seen it through TikTok. Um, videos coming out of a very thick smog. Um, it looked like if you've ever been, you know, Canada, United States, places like that, and you've seen like a forest fire and how the sky is just like really gray, really thick, you know, like things like, it almost looks like a forest fire, like it's insane, like it's, you know, and what's crazier about this is when you actually watch this video, um, when you watch these videos, there's no traffic. We haven't for a whole week seen any traffic at all in any of these areas um, in Wuhan because they haven't allowed people out. That mean people aren't even allowed at work, I think, starting this week or starting February 9th. Starting this week, people will start to be allowed back at work. But the only things that have been open are grocery stores, ambulances, and some volunteer services to take people back and forth, so essentially just that. The grocery store or to the hospital 
or because you're not allowed to leave. They're not going to let you leave. You're quarantined. Like, they've got videos of them blocking the road with big blocks. Like, just, oh, my goodness. They've got roadblocks with, like, cops. So if you try and get through without their authorization, they shoot you. It's that simple. Um, so then we have this article here. And this one is from the Daily Star. Several China, or fears sick death smog over Wuhan confirms China is burning coronavirus bodies. And like I said, again, if you watch any of the videos, you can go to YouTube, you can go to TikTok, you can go to Reddit, you can go to Tumblr, you can go to it. Like even there's there's even a little bit floating around on Facebook, Twitter, all these places. Like the streets are dead. In the most places, in most places, but even. In other places in China, the streets are dead. People don't even want to go. And this isn't just Wuhan. There is, it's, it, people have been saying how scary it is for how quiet it is in these big cities in China. Nobody wants to go out. Nobody wants to go out. Okay? Several Chinese people voiced their concern over the fog which has engulfed Wuhan. Its fueled fears and death toll inside coronavirus hit China is higher than what it's been reported. And there's the video there. Like, if you press play and you watch this video, he does, like, this screen where he just goes from, like, one side of his apartment window all the way to the other side. And there's no traffic. None. Absolutely none at all. Yeah, this was a video from TikTok. And you don't see nobody on the street. You don't see no cars. You don't see no ships. No nothing. Oh, there's one car. One car on the road. And it's just smog it's just thick so why so much pollution if nobody is even at work nobody was driving a car no nothing okay continuing on eerie footage of wuhan engulfed in a thick fog has fuel concerns that the death toll inside coronavirus hit china as higher than what it's been officially reported clips appear to show the city in a mysterious haze, which residents say has come out of nowhere what a coincidence these videos have led to concern that the smog is the result of smoke from crematoriums burning coronavirus-infected bodies 24 hours a day. It comes a day after the National Health Commission in China ordered all coronavirus fatalities to be cremated, uh, cremated with burials and funerals banned to prevent the spread of disease. And from my understanding, and people can correct me if I'm wrong because I don't have a whole lot of understanding about a lot of Chinese traditions, but from my understanding, these are like seven-day funerals. Like, they're really long, really like, you know, like very... It's a ceremony kind of thing, almost. I mean, that's almost like an inappropriate word, but you know what I mean when I say that. Um... You know, a celebration of life, but it's not just like a one-day thing. Apparently, it's like a week-long thing. So, like, for them to be cremating bodies that apparently they're not even marking down, they're just, oh, they're dead. Huck them into the like the bin and just take them to the take them to the the place to get them cremated. Like, this is a pretty big freaking deal for um, Chinese traditions. All right, continuing. Chinese nationals voiced their concern over social media, suggesting the death toll be the death toll could be unthinkably higher than reports of uh, than reports of incinerators are running all day. Um, this, yeah, and there's some images here. There's some video here for people to watch. Wuhan, like many Chinese cities, has a high pollution rate, and there is no hard evidence to confirm that the smog has anything to do with bodies being burned. But how is that going to happen when you have no cars on the streets, no factories running, no nothing? 
people who are supposed to be working from home are encouraged to work from home, but everybody else isn't even working. So that makes no sense. However, that hasn't stopped people speculating about the increased pollution with one Twitter user writing, incinerators are running 24 hours a day. It takes one to three to incinerate a body. That's burning 112 to 336 bodies a day. If they're running 24-7, we only have 300 dead. What's the, what's the problem there? That that should be like one day of burning. You shouldn't even have to burn 24 hours a day. That's not possible. So speculation again, but we're all pretty sure that something is going on there and they're just not admitting uh, what's going on. Um, Closing off some articles here. And then this last article, this one popped up just recently as well. That's uh, also fairly concerning to the skeptical eye. Wuhan turns to social media to vent anger at coronavirus response, and this was Al Jazeera. This is an interesting little um, news outlet. Uh, residents of virus, virus hit city accused government of withholding information and downplaying severity of viral outbreak, and this was posted on February 3rd, 2020. Jiango uh, was exhausted when he returned home after a long day's work at Wuhan's pulmonary hospital, one of the medical facilities designated to treat those infected with a new type of coronavirus in central Chinese city. A 52-year-old cleaner said his hospital was overwhelmed by the sheer number of people seeking medical care and doctors and nurses overworked and running low, uh, running supplies running low. Oh, wow, I can't even speak. Since the new virus was first detected in Wuhan in late December, nearly 400 people have died and more than 17,000 others infected. The vast majority of deaths and infections have occurred in Hubei province, in which Wuhan is the capital. Rapidly spreading disease has stretched the healthcare systems in Hubei, with some medical personnel saying China's government was completely unprepared for the outbreak and describing its response as chaotic. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, this was a giant experiment. What did you guys expect? When Giango turned on his television on January 28th, he was greeted by television anchors hailing the government's transparent and swift response and videos of Wuhan residents joyfully expressing the faith in the Chinese Communist Party to contain the virus. Speaking to Al Jazeera on the telephone, Django, who preferred to give one name, said he immediately contacted his son, an avid user of the Chinese micro-blogging site Weibo. Are you seeing the news? Are they serious? He recalled telling his son. Doctors and nurses at my hospital are so exhausted that they are on the edge of breaking down, and those people look so happy on camera. Are they living in a different universe? Django's son immediately posted a message about on his Weibo account, along with a picture from the hospital of doctors and nurses sleeping on chairs in apparent exhaustion. I don't care what CCTV is saying, he wrote, referring to Chinese state television, but the situation in Wuhan is still dire. The pictures, which was quickly shared and liked by thousands, is just one among many posted on Chinese social media in recent days, challenging the official narrative offered by the heavily censored state media. China has tightly controlled the coverage of the outbreak, according to Human Rights Watch, on January 30th, 
uh, which they accused Chinese authorities of withholding information from the public, under-reporting cases of infection, and downplaying the severity of the infection. The New York-based rights group said Chinese police have harassed people on allegations of spreading rumors, and you can find these on YouTube, or on YouTube, on Twitter. I just watched another one. Um, this man rolls up, and he tells this woman that she needs to delete her post because apparently they have no confirmed cases in her area. I don't know where she was exactly. She wasn't in Wuhan, but she was somewhere in China. And they said that she had no confirmed cases and she needed to delete her post or else if she – and she needed to make another post saying that her other post was wrong and she wanted to correct the issue and blah, blah, blah. And if she did not, she would face consequences. Okay, that's how scary that is. I was talking to a friend this morning, uh, Scarlet Anonymous at Freedom Revolution Network, and she said that allegedly there was a video of police rolling up and hauling five people out, you know, in their white bunny suits. They rolled up and they pulled five people out of the room for spreading misinformation. It's crazy stuff. You see these videos all the time. There was that one... Oh, what's his name? Lang, Ling Bin or something? I believe. Don't quote me on that. But his video where he went to the hospital and he took a video of eight bodies in this bus. Now, he, wasn't, he said they were from the hospital, but there was speculation that this came, they came from the funeral home and that that bus came to the hospital to pick up anybody at the hospital. Uh, so I don't, I don't have the complete story. I don't know what the story is exactly, but he did take a video. He did go in the hospital, and he did video a man who was in an emergency bed, and he was dying in the bed. Like, he was losing the battle with pneumonia. His son was there, and he was promptly arrested within 24 hours. The next video he took, they showed up at his place with bunny suits telling him that they had to come check for coronavirus. Okay, and he's behind the screen, and they did arrest him. They took his computer, and they took his phone. They also released him shortly after that, and he believes in an interview that was shortly after that. I think it was like the next day or something. This happened in a very short period of time. That the reason why he was released is because his video went so viral so fast, and so many people saw it, that that's the reason why he let him go. Because if it had not gone viral, he would still be in jail. Like, it's absolutely insane over there. Okay, continuing. Um, the New York rights group said Chinese police have harassed people. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, including detention of a doctor who warned colleagues of the new virus was similar to severe acute respiratory syndrome, which had killed 349 and infected 5,300 others in mainland China. Indeed, it was only after January 20th that President He. Yinping issued a statement that he would curb the spread of the outbreak and called for the release of information in a timely manner. That state media started to report on the extent of the crisis. Days later, Wuhan, a city of a million 11, or 11 million people, was placed under quarantine and a lockdown was extended to an area of more than 50 million people. Measures the World Health Organization has praised the Chinese authority for. Oh, this whole time, you guys, the World Health Organization and everybody has just been praising these people for being so transparent with them. And they're so happy that they're willing to uh, work with them and all of this stuff. Like, it's just, it almost makes you sick because they're willing to do this, but only to a point. Okay, where's my article again? 
<clears throat> but in the days followed, many Wuhan residents took to social media to criticize the government's handling of the crisis, with users complaining about what they said was a lack of adequate care at hospitals, as well as what they called a delay in informing citizens of the outbreak. On Wednesday, another Weibo user posted a picture of her grandfather lying in the hallway of a hospital and wrote, My grandfather has been having a fever for three days now and no hospital is admitting him. Is the government going to let us all die like this? <clears throat> On January 22nd, one user posted an article asking the question, Why did it take the outbreak this tracks uh, so long to attract public attention? In response to the article, another user alleged that the government already knew about the existence of human-to-human -human transmission in early January, but still, news kept telling us there was no such possibility. They also arrested eight people who shared the information initially for spreading rumors. Not until there was over 200 confirmed cases did the government start to respond. Shouldn't the government be responsible? Uh, yeah, because when I was talking about the video of those cops showing up to that woman's house, the cops told that woman that she could be liable for spreading misinformation. She could be liable for harm. She could be liable for damages. But how are these people not liable when they hit it? They started it and they hit it. And there is many scientists out there who are saying that this is a bioweapon. Canada also got busted. Canada got busted um, shipping bios, like uh, bio information and stuff over there. The U.S. got busted. Like the professor was getting money from China or something. Like, you'll have to go find the article yourself. But his assistants were, like, people who were hired. Like, oh, it's it's absolutely insane. The things coming out from these people being busted, doing the things that they're doing. But, hey, we're all crazy, right? Um, another man from a neighboring city of who. Huang Gang said that, that's so funny, said in a video posted online on January 30th, I may be arrested after posting this video, but I want all of you to know how dire the situation is in Huang Gang, and we are in desperate need of help. The government doesn't care about us anymore. The video has since been taken down. Chinese authorities closely monitor all information shared on Weibo and other platforms, deleting posts that counter the government narrative and banning users who do so. And in this, and so in this context, some observers say the current anger and frustration on Weibo is extraordinary. China's more tech-savvy citizens are turning into or turning to platforms blocked in the country, such as Twitter and YouTube, using virtual private network services to get the message out. I'm not even afraid of death. Do you think I'll be afraid of you, Communist Party? Kuishi Chen, a well-known lawyer who traveled to Wuhan to report on the outbreak, says in a Twitter video that also complained about the lack of medical supplies at the hospital. Another Wuhan resident in a video posted on YouTube, despite life under lockdown, it was living in hell waiting for death, he said. This and other social media posts, not only to offer a closer look at what is happening on the ground in Wuhan, but also to give a human face of, to the suffering in the city. For instance, in one article posted on WeChat, one woman described her mother's death in detail. The car that picked up my mother's corpse drove away, and I was running after it, crying like I never did before, she wrote. It was a cold day. I felt despair and hopelessness. Amid the apparent frustration in Wuhan, some, some of Chinese privately owned media have also begun to question the official narrative, story, publishing stories on the lack of medical supplies and questioning the conduct of the local Red Cross, which has been accused of failing to disperse donations. And there was actually a video that was taken that there was all these donations in the street, and they were not being used. They were just sitting there. They were just sitting there. 
you've got an outbreak right now, and these doctors are working until they can't. They're having mental breakdowns. They're exhausted. They're sleeping in their bunny suits in the freaking hospital, in their chairs, because they're so exhausted. They're getting two to three hours of sleep a day and working the rest. They're not even allowed to leave work, and you guys are really going to go ahead and not give them the things they need to treat these people? Makes you wonder. Takes on a widely widely read red news site even published an interview with the doctors who uh, who was questioned for speaking out on the spread of new virus and other articles suggesting that the lack of freedom of speech in China has affected the effort to contain the outbreak. Yet state media coverage of the coronavirus remains overwhelmingly positive. There is little, to men- little mention of the apparent anger in Wuhan and news anchors on state television repeat almost an hourly basis on the message that the international society has been highly impressed by Chinese government's fast response and unprecedented measures to contain the outbreak. Some measures which are unbelievable at ordinary times have been quickly implemented and the entire society has been cooperating. A large but orderly situation against the epidemic has been formed. It said in an article that also slammed the United States' recent decision to bar travelers from China in a bid to limit the spread of the new virus. The pandemic will finally pass. Many people badmouthed China during SARS 17 years ago, but what happened after? Nobody should underestimate China's ability to fight a public health crisis since we can take measures that many countries cannot take. We can also recover or quickly recover vitality after the crisis, the article said. Oh, yeah, you can take measures that many people cannot take, you know, like censoring everybody. Oh, yeah, that's a real good one. That, that's actually kind of funny, but it's not even funny at all. It's kind of really sick, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, so many people, I posted on my Facebook the other day <clears throat> that so many people need to be so incredibly thankful that we have freedom of speech here, that we have the ability to say what we feel, regardless of how we feel, um, within the confines of, like, you know, defamation, threatening, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a giant uptake in this hate speech crap that's going on, and I'm going to call it crap. I mean, I'm going to go so far as I told myself I wasn't going to swear today, but I'm going to call it bullshit. That's exactly what it is. It's bullshit. Um, Because hate speech has been ruled in court as extremely subjective, extremely subjective. And then when you have things like this going on, um, where you have these people who are fighting for their lives, trying to get their their stories out, trying to get their cries heard from people who don't have the full story and people are unwilling to listen, they're unwilling to hear. This reminds me a lot of things like all these other genocides or all these other issues going on, you know, like the Japan um, like uh, nuclear reactor breakdown. This reminds me of things like Chernobyl. This reminds me of things like Holodomor. This reminds me of things like, you know, the Holocaust, where we didn't really know what was going on until after, and then we really found out after how bad it really was. We have the opportunity right now to listen to these people's stories and start questioning the narrative that is being shared to us. So I really don't care, you know, like, what you believe, like, even if you're just listening just to be skeptical, just because you think it's fake, but you want to hear what's going on, please, like, that's all I'm asking is people just check out Twitter, check out YouTube, check out what's going on, and question the narrative. Like, so many news stories are saying, like, something is very wrong here. Something is very wrong here. They're not releasing the information, and by ignoring what's going on, you're condoning it. 
And it's a really sad thing when we sit here in 2020 and we allow such a disgusting abuse of power and such a disgusting abuse of human rights. People are dying right now, suffering and dying, because the Chinese government is pulling a bunch of experimental stuff. I've even seen news articles right now um, about China's smart cities. Um, hold on, I'll see if I can find it. China's smart city project. Um, I'll see if I can find it here. Uh, uh, here we go. How smart cities and homes will take China into the future. Um, I also saw an article, there was another man who was looking to invest in medications and things like that only in China. Only his stuff will be available for China and it will only be for commercial use. However, he's going to be putting patients first. Um, I'm not looking for that article right now, but you guys can go Google it, go find it. Um, so here, this is from Fortune. Different cities, countries, and companies may be, have different perceptions and goals for smart cities, but the Cisco has one end game in mind. According to Kao Tuping, or Tu Qing, Vice President of Chief Technology Officer of Cisco in Greater China, smart, smart cities enable sustainable development and use data collected from the public to improve efficiency, lower costs, and at the end of the day, increase well-being of citizens. At Fortune's Global Tech Forum in Gangzhou on Thursday, two of tech's buzziest concepts, smart cities and the Internet of Things, spark lively conversation advocating for a smart network driven by intention. Uh, KO addressed the issues of data privacy and security. Oh, okay, I don't want to register to read that. But basically, um, what they're trying to do is they're trying to turn, particularly you, Wuhan, um, I've seen articles about 5G popping up in Wuhan. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was. They said that they were putting them in. Don't quote me on that. Go look yourself um, if you want to really know. But they want they wanted to bring in things like 5G, and they're really starting to invest in these smart cities. Like, geez, this almost kind of sounds like Australia, hey, where they want to get everybody off the land. They want to get everybody in these smart cities, and they want to start, you know, like really – hyping up that tech and like the scariest part of like all of this is China also uses like facial recognition. Um, they have systems in place where if you do good things, you get points. If you do bad things, like they bust you in the street doing something bad, you get demerits. You can find this system on YouTube. You can check it out. It's very, very scary. Um, the system they got going on. Um, what the heck? I, there was something I read the other day, this woman, during the coronavirus update, she or outbreak, she what the heck did she do? I don't remember. It was something very. She like littered or something. I don't re I don't recall what it was. It was something so minor, but she got demerits during the outbreak shutdown. Like it's insane the things that are going on. Um, I also do want to bring uh, something to people's attention here. Um. Here we go. Where is it? I'm trying to find it here. Now, this is what is really interesting. Uh, having a lot of issues with the food right now in China. <clears throat> so, I mean, um, people are going to sit there and say, well, um, oh, the, the coronavirus came from the food. The coronavirus is this. Their, their diets are trash and blah, blah, blah. But, like, listen, guys, the Lancet study that was put out, patient zero was not at the market. 13 of the 41 people who were, or 40 people or whatever it was, that were 
originally infected were not even at the market. So it's not from the food. They, they didn't even go to the market. So something else is going on there. But then I saw this because I know there's the African swine flu going on right now, and it has taken out so many, like it's completely destroyed the pork industry in China right now because um, people were spreading, to start, people were spreading rumors that wild-caught food is causing illness and all this other stuff and that um like it's, it, there's so much conflicting information because first they're saying wild caught food is causing these problems but then they're saying wild caught food is healthier so like they're having problems with the seafood industry um because of people claiming that wild caught food is so much healthier um basically there's this article from Hakai Magazine, I'm not even going to go over all of it because it's a very long article, but in a TLDR version, um, people are doing fishing a lot, um, way more than they should be. They're destroying the reefs. They're, like, basically fishing out the ocean so much so that they're going to other places in order to be able to get this fish. But because they're doing so much fishing, they're able to lower the prices so that, you know, the common people can eat seafood and stuff now because, again, they believe, you know, wild-caught fish is so much better for you, et cetera, et cetera. So in this pursuit of, um, you know, doing personal growth and trying to get your this, – this capitalism, I guess you could call it, um, in a communist country – um, they're fishing out the oceans and it's causing a lot of problems there. And then, because this article was from, uh, let me see here. This one was from June 28th, 2018, so only two years ago. Um, the consequences of China's booming uh, demand for seafood. So it just, again, it talks about like how they're destroying the reefs and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then they got hit with swine flu. Uh, let me just see if I can pull up an article really quick. China swine flu. So this swine flu is not like a cardiovascular thing or anything like that. It's basically like a pig Ebola. Um, they catch it and they basically die. It, they bleed out, hemorrhage, and die. Um, this is just, I mean, this is the second article that pops up for me here. China has lost 100 million pigs to swine flu, and this is from CNN. Um, here we go. Uh, yeah, China could release emergency pork reserves after losing 100 million pigs to swine flu. Um it's really not good over there with the pork industry right now because so many people were switching to pork because of the rumors going around that, well, you can get sick from eating wild food. Um, yeah, just a quick blip here. The price retailers pay for pork has spiked nearly 70% in the last year, and the average price that wholesalers uh, pay suppliers up to 90% in the last week of August compared to a year ago. So there's so many things going on. There's so much misinformation stuff going on. People are going for wild because it's healthier and because they have access. People are getting away from wild and blah, 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 going on. And then, and then to top all of this stuff off, now they have a bird flu going around. And last I saw, it took out like 10,000 birds or something. Let me go look here real quick. Uh, China bird flu. I'm just popping up on Google really here quick for you guys. 
Yeah, H5N1. China, this uh, from Bloomberg here, China calls 18,000 birds after H5N1 blue, uh, bird flu cases in Hunan. And that's pretty close to, as far as I've been told, this is decently close to Wuhan. Um, so it's kind of interesting that this breaks out right around the area that they're also having a human outbreak. Um, a city in central China's human province reported that it called almost 18,000 birds or chickens after an outbreak of H5N1 bird flu. The Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs said in a statement on its website Saturday. There we go. Statement didn't say when the outbreak occurred or when the call happened. Hunan is next to Hubei, the epicenter of the separate coronavirus outbreak. So that's kind of scary. So now they have their oceans are getting fished out. Their pigs are all dying. Their chickens are catching everything and dying now. Um, like, there are theories going around right now that they're purposefully trying to fucking starve these people. And I'm sorry to swear again. But, like, this is very scary and very um, bad for the Chinese people. Um, I saw uh, China urges people to go. Here we go. Let's see if I can pull this story up. Um, this was in 2016. Here we go. Also, Guardian 2016. This is... So this one, I saw a more recent one, but this one is from 2016. It's just a couple years ago. Um, here we go, Vox. China is urging people to eat less meat, which could have a big climate impact. It's amazing how they're pushing this stuff, and now they're almost forcing these people um, to have to go vegetarian and vegan um, because uh, they're not going to have much meat left. They're really not. So, and I'm not saying going vegetarian or vegan is bad. Um like, I, I'm not even going to really get into that today because it's a very heated topic and I just don't feel like dealing with that today. Um, personally, I think it's an ultimate goal that we can hopefully achieve. Um, it's a matter of doing it right, um, having the access to things, and most importantly, eating foods that are not already stripped of their nutrients when they're being grown. So we have to start engaging in more responsible growing practices and start getting rid of commercial farming because let's face it commercial farming is destroying absolutely everything does not matter the industry it is commercial farming is i'm going to say the devil it's just it's the devil you commercially fish on a wide you know scale you you start fishing out the oceans you commercially farm pigs you've got extreme environmental issues you've got problems with, you know, keeping the animals, pigs, cows, blah, blah, blah. I mean, anybody with half a, half a mind knows that the way we're keeping animals in order to, you know, eat them later on poor, and we are much better than this. Like, as human beings, I truly think we're so much better than this. Like, if you're going to keep animals, do it, like, small farm style. But that's all going to come down to the taxes and getting rid of the slavery system and all that stuff, and that's a whole other conversation for a whole other time. But anyway, yeah, there's this 20 article, 2016 article here. Um, yeah, the Chinese Nutrition Society is now enlisting celebrities like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, director James Cameron, and actress Lee Bingbing 
in a nationwide campaign urging people to cut their meat consumption in half in dairy regulations. And again, you have to be careful because there are also studies coming out saying that people my age, the millennials, have to eat eight oranges to get the same amount of vitamin C that people my grandparents, the boomers. You have to eat eight oranges to get the same amount of vitamin C that the boomers were having with just one orange. We have completely destroyed everything in the pursuit of money, and it's going to be the end of us. It is going to be the end of us. If it's not this freaking coronavirus, it's going to be greed. Um, yeah, I'll post that article for you guys. You guys can check this out and read it a little bit more. I'm not going to get too in-depth in it today. Um Oh, I already did. Look at that. I'm on top of things. Um, another thing I want to point out is that I also read an article that apparently coronavirus is being, it has been confirmed now that, uh, hold on, let's see. Where is it? Oh, that's Epstein. Oh, by the way, Epstein's money is disappearing into a special bank account. We don't know where it's going. His money is just slowly disappearing. So Epstein didn't kill himself. He's also not dead. Just letting you guys know. Um, anyway, there's confirmed reports that coronavirus can transfer to tiny people. Like uh, newborns in utero, they're even thinking now. Like it's very interesting. I'll see if I can find the article here. Oh, YouTube, China Silent, Bill and Melinda, Urgent. There we go. Found it. Baby test positive for coronavirus just 30 hours after birth. Uh, this news article is from CBS News, some mainstream trash, but hey, this is still interesting. The coronavirus has affected at least 20,000 people worldwide. Um, and officials in China now say the youngest person with the illness. Oh, what the heck? Go away, article. There we go. No quit. Uh, with the illness is a newborn baby who was infected just 30 hours after being born. The state-run news site in uh, XINHUAA net says uh, the infant was born on February 2nd at a China, the, the city where the coronavirus outbreak originated. The baby's mother also tested positive for the virus before she gave birth, according to Union Hospital, affiliated with Tongji Medical uh, College in <clears throat> Huzong University of Science and Technology. The baby weighed just over seven pounds at birth and is now in stable condition under medical uh, supervision, observation, whatever. Uh, the site said that according to medical experts, it may be a case of mother-to-child transmission. Reuters reports state broadcaster CCTV is now warning that pregnant women and the with the coronavirus may be able to pass it along to their new unborn kids. So that's something to make you crap your pants just a little bit. That allegedly now you can give it to your unborn kids. And I was also seeing articles that apparently you can catch this thing over and over again. I'll see if I can find it really quick. Um, there we go. Coronavirus more than once. There we go. Uh, scientists warn you can catch coronavirus more than once. Here we go. I'll pop this open and read a little bit for this for you guys. <clears throat> Futurism.com news scoop, February 5th. 
2020. Um, uh, scientists warn you can catch coronavirus more than once. For those patients who have been cured, there is a likelihood of a relapse. While most patients who contract the coronavirus 2019 and COV eventually make a full recovery, they don't walk away from the encounter immunized against the disease as one might expect after a viral infection. Rather, Business Insider reports that you can theoretically catch the coronavirus multiple times, creating an unusual challenge for health officials to try and contain the outbreak. The underlying idea behind a vaccination or even with chickenpox parties is that the exposure to a virus will trigger the immune system to generate antibodies that will shield that person from the virus in the future. But according to Chinese health officials, the antibodies created after a 29 NOCV infection aren't always strong enough to keep patients from getting sick again. For those patients who have been cured, there is a likelihood of relapse. Zhang Qingyan Yan? I cannot pronounce these. Oh, my goodness. If there's anybody out there who's actually Chinese and listening and laughing at me, like, feel free to laugh. I sound like such a fool. The director of pneumonia prevention and treatment at the China-Japan Friendship Hotel uh, Hospital said during a Friday press conference, the antibody will be generated, he said. However, in certain individuals, the antibody cannot last that long. Because some patients could get sick multiple times, it will prove even more difficult to track and contain the viral outbreak, which has already spread to and killed more than the entire SARS outbreak of the early 2000s. But SARS killed like 800 people. So what are you guys trying to say here? Interesting. Um, yeah, so that's... Uh, that's something else, isn't it? And right now they're working on a vaccine. China announced, as I said in my show last time, China announced that they have a vaccine ready to go, but they need to test it. And it's going to take a while to test. That's going to be the biggest issue. And multiple um, scientists, multiple oh, like stories, blah, 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 have said that it's going to take a while to test. Um, so it makes you wonder what's going to be going on because they didn't even have a vaccine for SARS or MERS. They could have made one, but they didn't. I don't think they could, um, but right now, and the scary thing about the coronavirus right now is that it's an RNA. Um, it's it's an issue to do with RNA versus DNA. There are some videos out there who do explain this a little better than I do, so feel free to pop over to YouTube and check it out. But when it's an RNA-based uh, RNA um, virus, there is a high potential for it to... Um, mutate, high potential for muta for it to mutate um, as compared to DNA. So these Chinese scientists have been basically um, pushing the fact that they need to get this done and ready and out there before it starts mutating. Because once it mutates, we're in a lot of trouble because then they basically get to start from square one again because, well, now you have to analyze the mutation, now you have to do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. So this is a bioweapon that they knew was going to be very dangerous to play with, and it's going to be setting a lot of precedents coming in. Um, there's uh, been news reports that China's market had dropped, like anywhere from like seven, six or seven to like nine percent when the market opened up on Monday. Um, there was an article that I pulled up. Um, I guess mortgages in Canada are starting to drop. TD announced that it was going to start dropping its mortgage rates right away. It was the first one. So, 
we have a lot of really interesting things going on. Because I think, I mean, this is just speculation at my point. There are so many series out there. As I said, like last week, that I think this is going to be bringing in, you know, Healthy People 2020, where everybody gets a vaccine. It's going to be mandatory. This thing is going to spread like wildfire. And then people are going to be like, oh, well, maybe you should have been vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Because look at what happened with China's coronavirus. You know, we, we got to stop that from spreading again, blah, blah, blah. I'm watching, and they're going to come out afterwards. I mean, it could go two ways. It could come out afterward with the actual official numbers, and people are going to really want the vaccine for this freaking thing, or they're going to come up with, like, something even more dangerous. Or this is being used as an experiment for something else. Speculations that people could say, but what we do know right now is they're not telling the whole freaking truth. They're really not. Um, and they're not going to, so it's just... It's a matter of people keep questioning and blah, blah, blah. And again, like, you know, I would really like to urge people to really hold on to your freedom of speech while we still got it because we have an incident today where Trump was not, he was, Trump was acquitted from his um, impeachment. So that happened. And then you have issues with Nancy Pelosi right behind Trump um, tearing up a document and I don't know if that was just a personal copy or if that was an official copy, but if that was an official copy, you have a politician who right behind your president just tore up and broke the law right behind your president, where if she was in China and she did that, you could basically expect her to, like, not be existing very much longer or she would be in jail for a very long time. So um, that's a thing. I'm just putting that out there. That's a thing. Me even doing this radio show for you guys would not be possible if I were in China right now at all. It would not be possible because my butt would be in jail. Anybody else who's sharing any sort of anything on Facebook, speculating against what the government is saying, even a speculation, you would have cops showing up on your door, knocking on your door, telling you, hey, you got to take that post down. If you don't take that post down, you don't correct yourself, uh, we're going to come in and we're going to take all your stuff and you're going to jail. And what's even crazier, and I don't know, I haven't been able to to find the information on this yet, but I am going to go look. Um, Now, I did see, somebody did post an article that um, they have their thousand person um, uh, hospital, their newest hospital built. And what's crazy about that is I thought they were just building two hospitals. I thought they were only building two hospitals. No, guys, they're building three freaking hospitals. I'm actually going to go see if I can find it right now because I want to read this for you guys um, really quick if I can find it here. Mm. Um, scrolling down, scrolling down. Give me one more second here. If I can't find it, I'll just say to heck with it. Oh, here we go. Um, Mirror.co.uk. So I knew that they were building two hospitals, for sure two. I did not know that they were building three. Uh, three freaking hospitals. China's first uh, coronavirus hospital. Oh, jeez. I accept your cookies. Give me the chocolate ones, please. Um, China's first coronavirus hospital opens just... 48 hours after just 48 hours of construction. You can see videos on YouTube. They have multiple, like, cranes digging the dirt. Like, it's 
the craziest thing you've ever seen just to see what's going on. There were some like um there were some videos on Twitter of uh Wow, that's a really big freaking hospital. Wow. Go to I'm gonna share this article with you guys. You guys have to you actually have to go check this out. This is crazy. Um it took just two days for five hundred workers to construct China's first dedicated coronavirus hospital in Hubei province and two more are expected to open in Wuhan, ground zero for the outbreak within days. So I'm not going over this article in depth, but like that's absolutely insane. Forty eight hours they built one hospital and they've got two more coming. And this article was posted January 29th. So these hospitals should basically be ready to up and go if they're not already. Um, they will be very soon. Now, if the, if if we only had like you know that not that many people, and there's been like reports of like hotels being converted into hospitals, all of this stuff, and apparently there was allegations that this new hospital and like some of these hotels and stuff are being put under military surveillance. Um, I heard speculation that people who were being brought into these new hospitals um, were having their phone taken away. They were not allowed to have the phone while they were in the hospital. Um, I did see, let me see if I can go find it here really quick. Um, I'm going to crack my phone open because it's easier to scroll with my phone. One more sec here, guys. Dum bum ba dum. There was a Twitter post that I had seen here. I'm just seeing if I can pull it up real quick. It was a video. Come on, man, load. Of course, now things aren't going to load for me. I need to start thinking some really funny jokes or something. So, like, every time something is messing up or I'm trying to look for something, I can just shoot off a joke. Uh, but that would kill me. Kidding. Here we go. Um, 24-7 crisis news live update on Twitter. Wuhan International Convention and Exhibition Center being turned into a vast detention facility for coronavirus victims and their families. Now, this is a uh, uh, share it to my Facebook so I can share it to you guys. Um, there we go. So um, this this is just a video, and there's just all these beds lining this place. Here, I'll go grab this this um, link right now for you guys. But it's just lines and lines and lines of beds. Constantly, just it's just a whole building full of beds. If this will work here, yeah, there it is. So it's just like this whole, this this convention center, and there's just these lines of beds. And apparently when these people are brought into these freaking things, they have their, their phones and things taken away. And what's even scarier is the allegations that the military is taking over these centers. So these are now military hospitals, not just regular hospitals. Um, 
you're not allowed to say anything, otherwise you're getting nailed by the military too. You're breaking military secrets, blah, blah, blah. So it's a double whammy. It's not just a hospital secret going on. You got military secrets. So like the do- there's been allegations that doctors aren't even allowed to have their phones. Like it's, just, it's absolutely insane stuff. Crazy amounts of stuff. Um, I did share on my podcast last time for you guys. Um, some remedies that are available. There are more and more remedies coming out. I'm going to see if I can find some more, and maybe I'll do one more update on coronavirus and share some more um, remedies and things for you guys because things like oregano oil, things like old man's beard, mullein, goldenrod, golden seal, um, things that really work well on damp um, because this is a pneumonia, and it is like, you know, a, a damp uh, condition. So you, you want to get things that are helping with the damp. I don't know much about homeopathics, but there are things out there for that. Again, you can check out my last week's podcast for that kind of stuff. But, yeah, um, these are just some of the updates today. There's obviously going to be coming out more and more stuff. Um just keep your eyes peeled. Go to DuckDuckGo. Check out places like that again. Check out places like Twitter. Like, there's so many updates coming out on Twitter. And make sure you ask lots and lots of questions. Um, question everything. Question me. Question you. Question yourself. Question the, question the authorities. Question it all. Question everything. Like, don't even, like, don't even stop questioning. You always always got to question everything, you guys, particularly with things going on right now. Because if we don't make our voices heard and we don't question things, um, the ability for them to take our questioning away is going to be uh, very near, very soon. In fact, there was an article that I just shared um, the other day. I'll go over this real quick, and then I'm going to pop off. Um, the Star.com liberals say that they will license news media, but here's what uh, liberals say they will never license news media. But here's what they might do. And according to these people, they're looking to possibly license content creators. Okay, they're looking to possibly license content creators. So here, let me go over this here for you guys really quick. Mm, Liberal star recruit and rookie cabinet minister Stephen Gilbelt or whatever classified Monday, or clarified Monday, the Trudeau government will not move to license news media and organizations as he tried to contain political damage from comments he made in a weekend interview. Uh... Gilbelt clutched notes as he went before cameras to say a report submitted last week to the government did not recommend Ottawa regulate news media content. However, Gilbelt's response to the report in a CTV interview muddied the waters and became fodder for critics and right-wing groups and commentators. Or like, you know, anybody with half a brain. Um, that doesn't have to be right-wing. Um, it fueled a full-on attack by conservative leader Andrew Scheer, blah, blah, blah. We will not impose licensing requirements on a news organization, nor will we regulate news content. Um, in the interview, in an interview broadcast Sunday, okay, this is what he said on Sunday. Gilbelt was pressed to explain how Ottawa would regulate Internet content providers. He pointed to regulations that already govern the broadcasting sector and suggested online content providers could be similarly regulated or similarly regulated similarly, saying if you're a distributor of content in Canada, we would ask that they have a license, yes. If that does not scare the crap out of you, I don't know what the heck is. Because what con- what what con- uh, constitutes a content creator? What is a content creator? Anybody who makes something and puts it on the internet, you got to have a license? 
website. When I was like 13 or 14, I could just go make a website willy-nilly, and it was whatever. I could do the HTML programming, all that stuff, just just for free. But now you've got to buy all this stuff, and you have to renew this licensing and all this other stupid crap. And now they're looking to possibly, like, license you just having content on the Internet? Like, holy freaking smokes, you guys. Oh... I don't, I don't even know. I'm just going to post this for you guys because I don't even know. And, I mean, they can sit there and say, oh, we're not going to do that. But, like, let's face it, you guys. This is what they're trying to do. This is what they're trying to do. This is what they're trying to bring in is they're trying to silence you to the point <clears throat> where if you say anything outside of the government's narratives, because China is doing it right as we speak, right now. This is exactly what China is doing right now as we speak and people will be like oh that's not gonna happen here really because it's happening in china right now literally right now i just went over an hour of stuff that uh shows that these people are lying about something and i mean believe it or not it's up to you i don't really care that's that my the point of the show today is to give some stuff and for you to draw your own conclusions, for you to take to the Internet, take Twitter, take these places, and draw your own conclusions. At the end of the day, if you still think it's fake, it's up to you. That You have the freedom to decide, based on the facts you are provided, to choose what you want to think at the end of the day. But when we hit a point where we're only allowed to think certain things, just like China, which is what Canada is trying to do, we've got a big freaking problem, guys. A big problem. There was also a YouTube clip that I shared from the Rebel News, and I'm not going to play this to you guys. It's about half an hour long or so, and then you can go to their website and you can watch part two. But the Rebel News, um, the guy who runs Rebel News, he wrote a book um, questioning the narrative that was released Oh, what the heck is there? He wrote a book questioning the narrative um, about Justin Trudeau in the elections, and he released it around the election time. Now, there's no law that says that you're allowed or you're you're not allowed to do this. There's no law that says you're not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to use it for, like, promoting or something if you're actually running I believe, like, don't, don't, don't quote me on that one. Just make sure you check it on your own. But um, he wrote this book, and apparently there was other people who wrote books at the same time too. But uh, <laughs> these people brought him in to question about his book, even though they said no. They brought him in to question about his book, um, and really kind of ran him through the ringer because, like, his letter was saying he needs to come in or else he's going to face consequences. So he goes in, and they're like, oh, this is voluntary. And they also said, like, you're not allowed to, like, video this thing, but he secretly videoed it anyway. And they also told him that he's not allowed to know what the complaint was about, brought against him, who brought the complaint. But they have to ask him questions to figure out whether or not they're going to go forward with the investigation. And it's like, wait a minute, so... You're breaking the law telling me that I don't know, I'm not allowed to know anything, but I need to answer questions? Like, it's just the craziest stuff from Rebel News. And uh, that should also concern people. If this is real and this is true, um, again, draw your own conclusions. Um, Like, it's just, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's crazy. It's crazy pants. The world is falling apart. The world's falling apart. All right. 
I'm going to head off here now, though, guys, because I think, I think this is good enough. I think this is long enough. You can check out the articles that I posted in the comments section available for you guys. Feel free to go look. A um, lot of good information there. Um, and, again, draw your own conclusions is all I'm asking you guys. Just, just take a look at the information, draw your own conclusions, question everything, because the government right now is trying to eliminate that very slowly. Um, speeding up a little faster, though, because um, – if you watch the event 201 scenario on YouTube, I watched the first one and the second one so far. I think there's five of them. But if you watch the first and the second one, the first one they're talking about medical supplies and they were talking about hoarding medical supplies and how in a global pandemic we should not allow to be able to hoard our own supplies because that's not fair to other countries. So they're going to take all your stuff. They're going to give it to the people on the front lines because those people are needed the most when it comes to a pandemic. So in other words, you're automatically put number two if you're not part of the hospitals, if you're not part of the army, if you're not the politicians, if you're not important, to put it nicely, you're put number two. And then secondarily, they're going to counter the misinformation. They kept talking about misinformation and how they're going to deal with the misinformation. And then the second one, they're talking about travel. They don't want to shut down all travel because that would be complete economic collapse. So they need to be very careful on how they handle these things. And secondarily, they need to handle the misinformation. There's a YouTube video that was put out. I'll see if I can find it for you guys um, afterward. But I cannot believe how many articles. Like this YouTube video probably had about 30 articles with all the titles of misinformation. Countering misinformation, dealing with misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. Like, oh, here it is. Alert, this is not fake news. I'm going to post this, guys, for you in the comments here. And you need to watch this freaking video. Like, it's not a lot of stuff, but, like, just the amount of articles coming out talking about misinformation and how we need to cancel, cancel, like, oh, misinformation. Like, I can't, I can't even. It's like a broken record. Never talk to the police. Yes, you are correct. Absolutely. But, like, the amount of articles coming out that are saying, like, this is all misinformation and you need to not do this, you need to not do that. And uh, I made a post the other day on Facebook that I find it really interesting because there was an article that was put out saying that, well, the coronavirus isn't as bad as the misinformation that's, that it says. You know, don't worry about it. It's, not, it's just like a flu, blah, 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 even though um, there is a possibility that it has an RO of four. Um, or none, or whatever it is. In other words, like, one person can infect up to four people, and those four people can go and infect up to those people, and it's, it's extremely contagious. So, I mean, there's a possibility it is that contagious, whereas the flu is only, like, 2 to 2.5 or something, so it's basically double. Um, the flu, I think, don't quote me on these, but I, I just, if I, if I remember correctly, um, the flu is at like 1% death rate or something, or 0.1. It's very, very low, whereas right now coronavirus is at like 2 or 3%, possibly up to like 11%, depending on what source you get, um, what you want to believe. But regardless, it's still deadlier than the flu. Um, most people will make it, though. I'm not going to go ahead and say we're all going to die. Like, chill out. That's not what I'm saying. I'm definitely not saying we're all going to die, so just calm down on that one. But it is not, it's a little more serious than they're leading us to believe, potentially, like, you know, with infectious, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> but these news articles are sitting there saying, you know, you need to calm down. It's not that bad. 
But then they're saying that we they're spreading misinformation, and then they source an article that literally in the headline says that this coronavirus is deadly, the deadly coronavirus, this deadly virus. And it's like, but wait a minute. How can you guys sit there and say that this virus is not that bad and then cite a news article that right in the title says that this is a deadly virus and that you shouldn't be using things like misinformation like oregano oil because it's not going to work? What the heck are you trying to, guys, you guys trying to pull here? Like, how can you possibly be okay with sourcing an article that says it's deadly, don't use oregano oil because it's not going to work, but you guys are simultaneously saying that, oh, don't worry, it's not that bad. If it's not that bad, I should be able to use oregano oil, right? Like, it's just it's just a flu, right? Like, I should be able to just stay home and drink some tea and have some oregano oil, right? Like, or is there something you're trying to not tell me here? Because if it's not that bad, I should be able to stay home. But this article is saying it's that bad. So don't take things like oregano oil because it's not going to work. Meanwhile, governments like in India are sharing to use things like homeopathy because it helps against, you know, coronaviruses. But our news is saying that this is wishwash because, you know, it's it's fake news. Don't do it because it doesn't work. So it's just like, <clears throat> what does it matter if I'm taking homeopathy? It's just a flu, right? Like I shouldn't have to go into the hospital, right? Like it's not a big deal. Oh, wait, it is a big deal. But wait, like can you guys keep your story straight? That'd be nice, because I need to know what the heck I'm actually dealing with here. And so many news articles, particularly in China, so many people are saying that the reason why people are so scared is because all of the misinformation, because the government is not allowing the information, the correct information to be released so that people can actually deal with this efficiently. Because they say if we release the correct information, people might freak out. Well, yeah, people are going to freak out, and they're going to freak out even more if things are happening. And, you know, you guys just show up with armies, your army men, and you start closing down borders and doing all this stuff. But I thought it wasn't that bad, so why are we quarantining a, quarantining a tire, an entire freaking country? Like, <clears throat> how can we simultaneously, simultaneously say it's not that bad, but then quarantine a whole freaking country like we have never seen in history past ever? Like, in the, on this scale. But it's not that bad. Okay, something's going on. You know what? You know what's not that bad? Actually letting the facts out and let people decide for themselves because people are being, would be a lot more willing, particularly in smaller communities, to really figure out what's going on and to deal with these things as they come. And it's a lot less scary when you actually know the facts. Like, yeah, it'll still be scary, but if you actually know what's coming and you know how to deal with it and you got the supplies and you're prepared and you're ready to rock, like, it's not as scary as, you know, having death show up on your doorstep and suddenly everybody's dying and the government's telling you, oh, it's not that bad, just chill out, just chill out, it's not that bad, excuse me, like, everybody's freaking dying over here, like, how can you tell us it's not that bad, we don't even know what to do, so, silly things, silly things, so all I'm trying to do, again, is just share as much of the facts as I got available to me for people to draw their own conclusions so that it's less scary, when we actually know things, it's less scary. It's still scary dealing with it, but it's a lot less scary when you know. Okay, but I'm going to pop off here tonight, you guys, and I will see you guys again next week. I think I might talk about some building stuff next week. Um, have a very happy Wednesday. This is the 5th of February, and we will catch you guys again another time. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.